Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Starting off the show today with Blondie. That was their first of five number one singles with Heart of Glass. 1979, Pat, mm. is when that came out. I remember, like, so I was born in 74, and obviously the ways to take in music back then was a little more limited than it is now. Not quite the same. So I remember, you know, a single record player in our house, and my parents, uh, like, my mom was a huge Beatles fan, so I remember hearing the Beatles growing up, and then then it was, like, in the car, and they would play, like, pop music or whatever, and I remember hearing some Blondie songs in the early 80s, and I was like, oh, that's very different than the Beatles, you know? <laughs> yeah, change your But those, then talk about, like, early music memories. It's so interesting. Yeah, and isn't it devastating the first time a song from your childhood, or even for me, like, the first time I heard a song that I remember coming out in middle school was on some sort of classic station, and I'm yes. like, or like an oldies station. I'm thinking, yes. what, what are you talking about? Why is this an oldies? But it just keeps happening to us, I guess. It is a fascinating thing. I think they say, like, whatever music you listen to from, like, 15 to 20, like, you'll mm. always, you know, because that's when you have, like, the opportunity <laughs> to take in the most music. You know, that's it's right. so interesting to think about that. And, and, and clearly makes, when you have the some... best judgment for those <laughs> Yes. Well, you've got kids that age, so you can speak to that, right? Yeah, I, I know. It's funny. I, I hear the songs they're listening to now, and I think this is what you're going to be attached to one of these days. How strange. But That's frightening, isn't it? it? It is frightening. It is frightening. Just hard to... I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to make this transition here, Pat, because we're going to be talking about volatility and like predicting the markets, and there's there's something there with like predicting what's going to be happening with the future with, with our <laughs> music, and I'm thinking about this with the kids, and yeah, the songs that we hear today that one day they'll look back on with nostalgia which just seems impossible it just it doesn't even make sense but it's just what it'll be <laughs> I don't know I don't yeah, know that's right oh my gosh but it is Pat like I said we're gonna be talking today about volatility and it is 100% impossible to predict what's going to happen next, right? When we'll see volatility, when we'll see things like that. We've seen some crazy days so far in 2022, Pat, where we have seen a lot of massive swings in the market. When all of this is going on, I just want to get a take from you. How important is it to work with somebody who can help us navigate all that volatility? Yeah, Jen, this leads me to think about one of the sayings that I have that's in my newest book, The Retirement Secret, which is there is no such thing as an unbiased financial professional. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I think we we typically think of the word bias as always being negative. And uh, I don't necessarily mean it negatively. I just mean that there's an opinion. Um, you know, how can you be a financial advisor and not have an opinion on money or the markets or planning, right? It doesn't really make sense. And there are different schools of thought. And so this is really important that if you're working with someone else, it's really important to make sure you see things eye to eye. So if you think that the market, uh, you always want to trust the market, you want to have all your money in the market all the time, you darn well better find a financial professional who feels the same way. Right. And there are different people who want to try and time the market. And so you want to find someone who has that philosophy. Our philosophy has always been that you shouldn't have more money in the market than you can afford to, depending on your stage of life. And so when you are 30 or 35, you may be able to have all your money in the market because, you know, you don't need it for decades. But as you get into that, you know, the retirement red zone right before and right after retirement, it doesn't mean you have to be out of the market, but it's really important that some of your money is somewhere else. 
And so the beauty of that is I think of like when COVID happened, the market dropped basically in third in about a month, which is crazy mm -hmm. to think about one of the fastest drops ever. And, you know, we talked with our clients and they said, no, we understand. We have a plan. We don't have to worry about that. And that's the kind of peace of mind that we want to try and strive for. It doesn't mean we're perfect, by the way. It doesn't mean we know what's going to happen with the market because we don't because no one does. But by having a plan and giving that comfort, that's what we're really trying to accomplish. Here's the other thing that we don't want to lose sight of, Pat, when we do see some of this massive volatility it's important to remember that, yeah, there are like when you talk about what happened back in 2020 when COVID was first happening and, and that size of a downturn, that's a pretty big deal. But ups and downs, that happens. There's a reason why we call it a market cycle. And a market cycle is part of a healthy economy because these things have to reset. There's just a cycle here. We don't want to lose sight of that either, right? That's absolutely right, Jen. And the thing is, a couple of things to remember that, that that's always happening. And also, you know, it's not real life that the market's going to go up 20% a year because the historical average of the index itself is closer to 7 or 8% a year. And when we have these booms like we've had recently, it starts to become, you know, this assumption. In fact, there was a study a couple of years ago. They said most financial advisors were expecting people could expect about 5% a year returns over time. Investors' assumptions was 10% a year. So it was mm. twice as much. But listen to this. This is the most recent update of that. Advisors had bumped theirs up to 6% a year. Investors' expectation was 17% a year wow. is what they're expecting of their investments. And boy, Boy, talk about being ready to be disappointed <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. that's just not real life. And any study of the markets will tell you that it doesn't matter what you have your money in. If we all could make 17% a year, then you know investing would be really simple. So uh, it doesn't mean you couldn't make 17% in a given year in a certain investment, but if you're looking for it for all of your money. And that's really important because if you're doing retirement projections, if you assume too high of a projection and then you make a decision on that, you retire, and then that doesn't work out, you've got major, major problems in your retirement. You have to figure out how am I even going to be able to afford to stay retired or am I going to have to look for another job? And right. so that's why we talk about having a retirement income plan being the foundation of your retirement plan. And so that's the first step to uh, what we build is a custom built retirement plan. And we offer that initial income plan at no cost and no obligation. We call that part of our five-step retirement review. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. Again, there's no cost and no obligation Getting started, it's just 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. And here's the other thing I wanted to ask you about, Pat, when we see all of this volatility, and we do see this from time to time, when that happens, it might send some of us running toward what we think are safer options or what are traditionally known as safer options, something like bonds, for example. But what do we need to know about options like that, things like the bond market, when we have all this talk of interest rate increases? Because there's some things we need to be aware of there as it relates to interest rates and what's going on with bonds, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we say, Jen, that this is quite possibly the most difficult time to be investing for someone who's close to or in retirement. And the reason is, as you get closer and closer to your retirement age, Generally speaking, the strategy for most people is to reduce the risk because you can't afford to take it anymore. We very rarely have anyone disagree with that. But, you know, I think back to, you know, maybe 20 or 30 years ago, you could shift your money into a CD or in a bond and it might have been yielding six, seven or eight percent. Well, that's a pretty good deal for having something, quote unquote, safer. Right. Well, and now here we are and people are saying, well, the market's really high. Maybe I should shift into something else. And what are our options? Well, you can put it in a CD making almost zero. You can put it into bonds that's at a very low interest rate. And to the point that you were mentioning, I think, Jen, which is bonds, uh, generally speaking, when interest rates go up, the value of bonds goes down. Mm -hmm. And that's just a, it, it's the teeter-totter effect of interest rates and bonds. So for most scenarios, we just don't think that bonds make any sense right now. In fact, could be right. could be very risky when you think you're trying to avoid risk. And by the way, Jen, that brings up the example of how challenging it can be if you're investing all your money in a 401k because you really don't have a lot of other options. Right, right, exactly. You, you have stocks, bonds. What if we are interested, though, in some bond alternatives for people who are heading into retirement, they're frustrated by what's happening with bonds? What are some alternatives if we want to protect our retirement savings? Oh, my goodness, Jen, we could do an entire show on that. That's what, it's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, uh, when we talk about, like, the three worlds of money, for example, only one of the areas is kind of the growth or the stock area. So you do have your safe and guaranteed world, uh, which if rates were better, CDs would be a good option. 
you know, one of the areas right now for someone that's retirement focused would be different types of annuities. It could be an annuity that pays a lifetime income guarantee, or there are annuities that give you a principal guarantee, but have more upside to them. And those aren't going to make 10% a year, but maybe they can make three or four or 5% a year or something like that, which with, with your principal being safe is pretty good right now. And then the middle world, we call the steady income world. And that's where we specialize in finding investments uh, that are not guaranteed, but are designed to have much lower risk. And they're generally striving for very high income. So a lot of those are in the 6 or 7% a year range. So as we talk a little bit about all the different options that are out there, and I know a lot of people are watching what's going on with interest rates, with the markets, trying to figure out what's going to happen next. Let me go through some dates here for you. 1929, 1987, 2001, 2008, 2020. Those were some of the best-known market crashes. That's when those took place. We do not know when the next one will happen. And CNBC says a lasting stock market downturn. Pat, that can be a big problem if that happens early in your retirement. It's one of the biggest problems, Jen, yeah. You know where you can really run into trouble. could be when you're taking withdrawals from your retirement accounts while the market is taking a hit. It's a tough spot to be in because whether the market is up, down, or sideways, you still need income in retirement. You can't just stop buying groceries or paying your water bill because your retirement accounts are taking a hit in the markets. What we love to do is help you do an analysis to help you uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement, especially stock market volatility. We can do a stress test on your retirement plan, really put your portfolio through an analysis to see how much it can handle in terms of losses. And then we can start talking about solutions. We can go over some potential moves you can make to help preserve your life savings from the downside risk. Again, there is no cost and absolutely no obligation. It's just for listeners of today's show who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for a retirement stress test. We cannot put the next market drop on the calendar. Nobody knows when that's going to happen or just how bad the losses could potentially be. But putting a plan in place today can help make sure your savings will last no matter what happens with the markets. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert your name here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Offers Insurance Services, Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Call now to get your retirement stress test as part of Preservation Specialist's five-step retirement review. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. As we get back into it, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Going to be talking a little bit right now about planning for the worst, really, when it comes to health care costs, long term care. Every year, more than a half million Americans file for bankruptcy due to medical bills. You think about a health care emergency, a catastrophic illness, or an accident, it can knock you off your feet, both physically and financially. Yeah, and this is one of those things, Jen, um, that we, you know, you study for financial planning and you learn about, you know, how important an emergency reserve is, but it's not until you kind of live real life where you realize just how true that is, you know, mm-hmm. and there's so many areas that we can have uh, financial difficulties, but certainly uh, healthcare is one of those. And, you know, the reality is that we can't prevent bad things from happening, but we can plan for the worst um, so that whenever there is an accident or emergency, 
you and your loved ones can focus on the important things, which is, you know, making your health better and not worrying about the finances. And this is one of those things I can speak from personal experience, Pat. I remember when uh, my mom was really struggling in her battle with cancer and they had so much going on. And I remember my dad telling me he was so thankful that they didn't have to worry about money on top of everything else. There were so many other things, so Mm. many appointments, so many medications to keep track of and, and so much this and that. And he just said, I can't imagine worrying about money on top of all of this. So it, it really, it's something that I experience personally with my family, knowing the benefit of good financial planning and being prepared for when the worst happens. And Pat, when, when you look at the numbers here, Fidelity estimates the average 65-year-old couple retiring today can expect to spend about $300,000 on healthcare costs. And that number is for a healthy couple. That doesn't even mm. include long-term care, right? So these are big numbers. How do we keep an illness or an accident from financially ruining us? Well, my standard answer there, Jen, of course, is to have a plan. You know, that's yeah. that's what we yeah. do. Um, but, you know, the healthcare area, I always kind of put it in three different areas. There is, will you have any kind of need for health insurance, which for most people would be if you're retiring before 65 and you have access to Medicare. Do you understand how Medicare works, what that's going to cover in retirement? And then the third area is long-term care, you know, if you need nursing care in retirement. And there's not a one-size-fits-all for any of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we just want to make sure we are helping. Uh, we call it a custom-built retirement plan because those your needs are going to be very different from a lot of our other clients. So we can educate with the same information, but how it affects you can be very different. And and just like you mentioned with that you were just mentioning a few minutes ago, Jen, the last time I had a, a lengthy conversation with a client a couple of days ago, it was two significant expenses that they had. Mm-hmm. They're a retired couple we've worked with for a number of years. They're actually in great health, but their son is having a significant health issue and does not have health insurance right now. Gosh. And actually their dog uh, has to have some serious surgery. So they, and literally we went through, and so this brings to mind a fourth topic, which is just having your nest egg invested properly. They explained everything to me and I said, we have everything set up so that we have access to money. There's different places to go. We don't have to worry about tax issues. We don't have to worry about, you know, selling anything when it's down or anything like that. We're in great shape. And they just looked at me and they said, exactly like you were just saying, they said, thank you so much. We just want to be able to focus on what's going on with our dog uh, and our son. And we don't want to have to worry about the financial part. And we appreciate that you can handle that. And that's what the plan is all about, right? The plan's not about the plan. The plan is about, you know, letting you focus on the things that really matter to you in life. Right. And when you think about for retirees specifically, Pat, you know, you have Medicare when you turn 65. So we have that. But we have to recognize also, as far as that being an option to help you deal with some of these expenses, it doesn't cover everything. So we don't want to just assume hey, I'll have extra money to take care of things. Like you talked about these people who it was their son and their pet and some other things. Mm -hmm. You can't just assume everything's going to be covered for you so you'll have extra money for those other things. Let's talk about what's not covered that you're still going to have to deal with even once you get on Medicare. Yeah, basic Medicare will cover a tremendous amount of things. Like you could have, you know, open heart surgery. And a lot of things be covered. People people will rave about that. Uh, but there are things, you know, like dental work, for example, that uh, don't really fall under Medicare. And so it's just kind of learning about what those things are. Uh, hearing aids is another example that comes up quite a bit. The biggest one, of course, is nursing home care. And that's, that is nursing care is so complicated that that one, you know, it's easy to get misinformation. It's easy to Google, you know, does Medicare cover nursing care? And you might be misled by the answer, even if it's unintentional. Um, there's, you know, skilled nursing care, which is actually performed by nurses, but the vast majority of nursing care is unskilled, which means it's by a caregiver. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the differences there are really, really important. And the bottom line is you should assume Medicare, and if you have a supplement, is going to, could help a tremendous amount with hospital and doctor care, but you need a completely separate plan for nursing care. And that's an area that can be complex as well. And so that's one of the areas that we really focus on with our clients when we're kind of building out their plan. And by the way, uh, we are not a one-size-fits-all type of a company. So 
that doesn't mean everyone should have long-term care insurance or shouldn't have long-term care insurance. Uh, it's about figuring out what's important to you and helping you create the custom-built plan for you. And if you're not sure what your plan is or what you're going to do, that's a great time to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. There's absolutely no commitment on your end. There's no cost to get started with our five-step retirement review, which really just looks at where you're at and where you're going and helps you see if you're on track and if you need a comprehensive plan. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And as we talk a little bit about things like healthcare costs in retirement, Pat, what would you say most people overlook when they're thinking about that or trying to budget that out for their healthcare costs? You know, Jen, I think a couple of things come to my mind. One is that it's just hard to know what those costs are going to be. So a lot of times people aren't, they just don't kind of even think about it at all because it's not fun to. And then the second one is long-term care. We don't really have people that overlook long-term care, but if they're not buying, practically buying insurance, then it's a little bit of that kind of ostrich putting their head in the ground and just saying, I'm just not even going to think about it. And so those are the kinds of things where the plan can be valuable. And we've had a lot of people say that. They might say, hey, when I came in, what I really wanted to do is I wanted to talk about my investments and how they're going to support my income. But these other areas that I didn't think would be valuable, actually, now that I know what the plan is and what would happen, and it actually gives me more peace of mind than I realized. So I think that's one of those areas of planning that can kind of sneak up on you, if that makes sense, Jen, that you know, it's more valuable once you have the plan than you ever realized beforehand. Talk a little bit also, Pat, talk about that transition that happens, because we're going to go from saving for retirement to then having to think about things like health care costs in a different way than what we did during our working years, right? Talk about that transition that happens when we go from saving for retirement to protecting our savings from things like higher health care costs in the future. Yeah, this is one of those areas where when people figure someone can be a one-size-fits-all financial planner, um, that's when we like to make the example of how different doctors have different specialties. You know, you wouldn't have foot pain and go to a cardiologist. It just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. And so, you know, someone investing and they're 30 years old and looking for growth for retirement, it's a night and day difference from someone who's retired. And the reason is because someone who's younger, they have many years left to continue to earn money. Whereas someone who's retired, you're probably not planning on never working again. And now you have these other risks. You know, you probably don't have to worry about losing your life savings when you're 30 if you have a, an illness. But when you're in retirement, let's say you're married and let's say one of you has long-term care for many years and that can absolutely cripple you financially and your spouse. Those are those life-changing things that we think it's, it's just really important to understand that it's a, it's a whole different ballgame and needs to be planned for differently. It is a whole different ballgame, and it is a big thing that we have to think about here with health care costs. Every year, more than a half million Americans file for bankruptcy due to their medical bills. You think about a health care emergency or catastrophic illness or accident, it can knock you off your feet both physically and financially. That's right, Jan. Um, imagine how fast your life savings could shrink if you don't have a strategy in place to help protect your money and your family from financial threats like skyrocketing health care costs. It's not going to get cheaper in the f future either. Nobody's saying the cost of medicine or surgery is going to go down in the next 20 years. It's just going to keep going up. Medicare will be there for you, but the reality is it doesn't cover everything. Out-of-pocket health care costs can still add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars over your retirement. That's why our comprehensive plans help you create a strategy to protect your retirement income from the risks of health care costs. Learn about the options for health care coverage in retirement as well as the options for long-term care coverage for you and your spouse if you have one, and find ways to pay for health care costs so you don't have to choose between taking that vacation or spoiling your grandkids and with paying your doctor bills. A major illness, car accident, things that can sink your ship in retirement. It's a reality you just have to face. Call us today to talk about some of the ways we can help you create a strategy to help protect your lifestyle, your livelihood, and your family from health care costs at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, it's 803-9-RETIRE to get started with a no-cost, no-obligation review. No one is promised tomorrow. That's why it's important for you to get a plan in place for your health care needs today. 803-9-RETIRE. Now, nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care. So it's not a sure thing, but chances are you or your spouse will need long-term or nursing home care of some sort. We'll talk about how you can plan for that coming up next. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10.
Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Here's a fact that we all need to be familiar with. Nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care. That comes from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So not a sure thing. But chances are you or your spouse will need long-term or nursing care of some sort. And the costs vary by location quite a bit, I know. But the median cost of a private room in a nursing home is over $100,000. This is a lot, Pat. People need to realize long-term care isn't cheap, and it is not covered by Medicare. Yeah, that's a crazy number. And I know it kind of makes me feel old because I started 24 years ago. And uh, the number was big 24 years ago, but it was not anywhere close to that, you know. So um, it just goes to show you, you know, the the increasing costs of healthcare. And uh, yeah, this is one of those areas that most of the people that come in to see us, they understand that it's a risk. They haven't really looked into it in any significant degree. And so they're, it kind of leaves this like, nagging, kind of gnawing at you, kind of like, hey, I've got this hole in my plan, but I'm not really sure what I need to do about it. And so it's one of those areas that, you know, none of us like to talk about, but it's kind of nice, you know, once you have a plan, regardless of what that is, it's kind of nice when it's done because it still needs to be reviewed periodically, but it, it gives you that comfort level of knowing like, okay, we know if, if God forbid that happens, we know what our plan would be. There's comfort in that. So let's talk about what the solution is, Pat, because for years it was a standalone long-term care policy. That seemed to be the main way, really the only way to address these types of costs. Talk about some of the options for today's retirees, though. Well, so yeah, we don't really go into this in, in great detail very often, Jen, because it, it can be quite complicated. Sure. But we've actually created a guide for that we give to all of our new clients, and I, I think there's uh, like six different options in there because it's really gotten it has gotten complicated. And the, the funny thing about a standalone long term care policy, Jen, is that was like the new kid on the block uh, in the insurance world when I started in you know ninety six ninety seven, and uh, so everyone was so excited about oh long term care insurance is going to be the best new thing, you know, and um, boy that is not the case anymore. <laughs> because most of the companies actually got out of the business. Um, and the reason for that was, you know, most consumers look at the policy and they think, my goodness, that's really expensive. What ended up happening is most of the companies had so many claims they had under, they had actually, uh, the premiums were too low. So you have the, you know, the individual who thinks, the premium's too high, and the company thinks it's too low, and so it's kind of a messy situation. So, um, the one thing I would note is, as a starting point is um, if you're thinking about it, or if you already have a long-term care policy, the great thing about that is it's a very efficient way to protect from that risk. The biggest problem with that type of insurance is the way it is uh, regulated, which is if the company gets approval by the state to raise premiums, they can do that as frequently as once a year. And we have had clients that have had um, annual increases in this insurance when it was sold to them as a level premium. That's a really scary kind of risky thing to have, especially when you're on a fixed income in retirement. So that's the reason the industry has started looking at uh, alternative solutions, Jen, because we want to find ways to avoid that. So two of the ones that we have seen people looking for more and more, uh, one is a kind of hybrid insurance where uh, if you have long-term care benefits off of a life insurance policy, the nice thing about that is life insurance is regulated differently. And if the base of the policy is a life insurance policy, then that rate cannot be increased uh, in the same way. So that can be very beneficial. Now, obviously, the question is, do you need life insurance for any reason? And that goes into all other (laughs) topics that we can talk about. You know, David McKnight is the best-selling author we've on the show a couple of times, he talks about how uh, properly structured life insurance policies can actually generate some tax-free income for some people in retirement. So that's an interesting, you know, way to you know accomplish two things with one account. So that's what some people have done. One of the other things that's pretty interesting that's been created is as pensions have gotten more and more rare, some of our clients like to take a little piece of their nest egg and set it aside in an annuity that's going to pay a guaranteed lifetime income. And one of the innovative things some of those annuity companies have done is they've said if you 
end up needing nursing care while you're taking the income, then the income could double uh, for a certain number of years. Hmm. Now, that doubling probably wouldn't pay for all of it, probably wouldn't pay $100,000 a year sure. for, sure. you know, nursing care. Uh, but our whole thing is usually most people don't want to spend an enormous amount of money to buy enough insurance to pay the whole thing. What most people want to do is how do I protect my family so it's not a catastrophic cost? And so, you know, that's a little more detail than we normally go into because I know it's hard to convey here, you know, in a conversation. But I do want to mention there are, you know, a handful of different solutions. And if you have not done anything because you're just not sure what to do, talking to a planner, a comprehensive planner like us can help you kind of look at the pros and cons and make an educated decision of what's best for you. When could be the ideal time to start preparing for this and and thinking about long-term care and potentially getting some plans in place? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, for most people, Jen, I would say in the, you know, let's say the, the 10 years prior to retirement would be ideal. I know that's a very broad time frame, but, you know, if you're well into retirement, you know, certainly some of these options are not really viable anymore, right? So, because uh, you want to have it set up uh, and ready to go. And of course, the premiums might be cost prohibitive by the time you're looking at it in your late 60s or your 70s. Um, and of course, you know, someone in their 20s and 30s to actually have a plan now, the tools that are available when you're, by the time you're in your mid-50s, <laughs> may, may be sure, totally different, right, you know? Right. So that would be my, my thinking is if you're within 10 years of your ideal retirement age, and if you're just not sure, you know, what you would do if you or if you're married, if your spouse needed long-term care, that's a great time to be thinking about talking to someone like the planners from our office. What we do, that's part of our five-step retirement review. One of the five areas is your health care plan. What we do is we kind of look at where you're at right now. We look at your goals, and then we we see if you've got everything on track or if there's there's holes in the plan. And that, this is a perfect example of that. If you don't have a plan for long-term care, then uh, as part of that free review, we can help you look at what those various options are uh, and help you kind of that's those are the initial steps towards what we ultimately call for our active clients a custom-built retirement plan so you have a plan in each of those five areas if that's the type of thing that would be of value to you give us a call right now at 803-9-RETIRE our five-step retirement review is no cost and no obligation all you do to get started is call us now at 803-9-RETIRE Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak. Alongside that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Or real quickly, if you just want to hear the numbers as you're punching it into your phone, 803-973-8473 is that number. Pat, as we talk a little bit about what we need to think about for long-term care for couples now, if one spouse needs long-term care What do we do to help make sure the surviving spouse will still have enough money to get by? I mean, that that can be really challenging when you're spending so much on long-term care. Yeah, you know, Jen, I think this is one of those things that's just hard for us to all admit to because it sounds like so depressing, right? Mm, I mean, for a lot of us, you know, a lot of our clients— we can talk rationally about what happens if we pass away or predecease my spouse, but I think a lot of times when we're thinking of long-term care, we're thinking of, well, let's say my spouse has already passed and now I'm dealing with this. But when you have one spouse, it's very sad to think of one spouse needing comprehensive long-term care and then the other spouse kind of healthy and dealing with it. Like it's right. just it's yeah. just a sad situation, right? Yeah. So we do need to acknowledge that that's a reality. And what's tricky about this is, what's important about it is it brings in a lot of different areas of your planning. Of course, it deals with your health care plan. It deals with your insurance. But it also deals with your income plan. Because what we always say is if you're a married couple, we want to make sure your income lasts as long as you do. But we also need to have contingency plans if your spouse gets sick or if your spouse passes away. And so this is exactly falling into that area. Uh, we have to understand uh, what's going to happen uh, if one of you needs nursing care. Uh, the main thing for most people is uh, they want to make sure that the person that needs care is not getting substandard care. And secondly, and equally, they want to make sure that it's not making a massive lifestyle change for the healthy spouse. I mean, the last thing you want is to have someone needing nursing care and forcing your healthy spouse to have to sell the house and, you know, mm-hmm. downsize or rent an apartment or something, right? So these are the ty- exactly the types of things we want to make sure that you have peace of mind, that you you know that's not going to happen. And then all that comes down to is having a plan for each of these areas. And for single people, Pat, obviously we want to talk about how couples can deal with this, but for single people, what do they need to think about? Because if it is just you and you are incapacitated and, and unable to make decisions on your own, Something has to be put in place to help you deal with that. So what do single people need to think about when it's all on that one person? 
Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, Jen. I think certainly having a plan in place, if that's insurance or you know an annuity that'll help cover the bills, that's important. I think it's an important area to think about if you have a planner, uh, you know, or a trusted advisor that that you can go to to help you know facilitate some of that. And then the third piece is where that ties in some of the the legal aspects. And of course, we're not attorneys, but we work with attorneys. You know, the healthcare power of attorney is going to be the type of thing that's going to be important because that's going to give you the opportunity. Maybe you have you know, an adult child that you would want to list as your primary person to take over. Maybe you have a, a sibling or a family friend or something like that. Um, that can get, make sure you have someone notified who can actually help you put things in place, even if you're not, if you're incapacitated, unable to sign for yourself. So back to that stat that I shared at the beginning of the segment, nearly 70% of retirees are going to need some type of long-term care, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's not a sure thing, but chances are you or your spouse will need long-term care or, or nursing care of some sort. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing, Jen, is that we can't prevent bad things from happening, but we can plan for the worst. So if there is an accident or terminal medical diagnosis, we have a financial strategy in place to deal with it. And even though we've been focusing on some scary scenarios, you might end up living a long, healthy life, but just get to the point where you can't really live on your own anymore. That's going to cost money as well. The costs vary quite a bit by location, but the average cost of a private home in a nursing home is over $100,000. And I can tell you in 10 or 20 years, that number is only going to increase. So what we want to do is help you create a strategy to help protect your retirement income from the risks of increasing healthcare costs, learn about the options for healthcare coverage in retirement, as well as the options for long-term care coverage for you and your spouse if you have one. And find ways to pay for health care and long-term care costs so you don't have to choose between taking that vacation or spoiling your grandkids and paying your doctor bills. A major illness, a car accident, these types of things can sink your ship in retirement. It's a reality we just have to face. Call us today to talk about some of the ways we can help you create a financial strategy to help you protect your lifestyle, your livelihood, and your family from health care costs at 803 803- nine retire that's to take advantage of our no cost no obligation five-step retirement review to get started just call 803-9-RETIRE we have more coming up on save your retirement but now it's time for today's medicare minute with author and medicare expert tim hanbury if you watch tv this fall i'm sure you'll remember all the medicare ads with our aging sports stars and celebrities while i'm a fan of the stars i'm not a fan of the ads The reason is that they put the emphasis in the wrong place. Having additional benefits like dental and vision coverage is fine, but they leave out the details. Details like, does your doctor participate with the plans they're promoting? Are your medications covered and at what costs? These are the most important considerations when choosing an Advantage plan. Unfortunately, many people end up in the wrong plan and only find out when they first see their doctor or fill a prescription. Does this mean you're stuck in the wrong plan for the entire year? Medicare has what's called a Medicare Advantage open enrollment period. Between January 1st until the end of March, you can make a one-time only change to a different Advantage plan. During this time, you can move to a plan which better fits your needs. If you need to discuss this option, please give me a call and I'd be happy to explain how it works. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. Miss a show? Listen to Save Your Retirement online at your convenience. Go to the radio tab at scpreservation.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is sweating bullets right now because we're <laughs> getting ready to put him to the test. Pat, we've done retirement trivia before. We're doing it again, and our topic this week is Social Security. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling a lot of pressure because I feel like I should know most of the answers. So if I get a lot of these wrong, it's going to be quite embarrassing. And I know you know a lot about Social Security. Some of these are going to be really interesting little, like, fun facts about Social oh, Security. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, and I mean, you know, the first one that I'm going to ask you, for example, I don't know that it really speaks to your intelligence on the matter. It's more <laughs> of just like a random little bit of trivia. So, okay. Okay. First Social Security payment, I, you know, you may have heard of Ida Mae Fuller. She was yes. the first person who got that monthly payment. 
So my question to you is how much was it, that first mm. monthly payment made to Ida May on January 31st, 1940? Was that little check for A, $15.79, B, $22.54, C, $36.31, or D, a hefty $56.65 for her monthly payment for Social Security. Okay, so I was, I, in my brain, I was overstating inflation because I was actually thinking it was like $2 oh. or something. So I'm going to go with, instead of going with the closest number, which is mm -hmm. A, I'm going to go with B because I'm assuming I just moved the decimal point over. Oh, okay. B, okay. dollars what I'm going to say. Final answer? Yes. You got it! <laughs> yes. You got it! I love that right. sound. right! Ding! Yes, look at you. She was a teacher and a legal assistant from Vermont, and I love this quote from her later. She said, It wasn't that I expected anything, mind you, but I knew I'd been paying for something called Social Security. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Back when it was a, a concept that we were kind of aware of, but didn't really know much about yet back in the and day. Isn't it funny to think of someone being interviewed for receiving a payment from Social Security? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. For $22. If, if they only knew what, what it would turn into Holy over the years. Holy you know? moly. What would Ida May say today, right? Okay. Here's another history question from Social okay. Security. Average life expectancy when Social Security was passed, Pat, was it A, 45 years old, B, 52 years old, C, 58 years old, or D, 62 years old? What was the average life expectancy? Okay, so uh, full benefits originally was at 65. Okay. And my understanding was I thought that it was pretty close to life expectancy at the time. So I'm going to say 62. All right, is that your final answer? It is absolutely my final answer. All right, here's the thing I'm being generous here. Oh, because no. Okay. It was a trick question. 62 was the average life expectancy for women, but 58 was for men. So it was oh. a, it was C and D as a trick question. But Isn't that amazing, though, that they started the age well beyond <laughs> that much past the actual, guys? Actual, well, and it was beyond either of their yeah. life expectancies. Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember when I was researching <laughs> for one of my books, I went kind of did a deep dive into these things, and the original idea was from... I think it's Otto von Bismarck from mm -hmm. Germany, like the 1880s. And they did the same thing, but it was like, it started paying at 65 and the life expectancy was like 47 or something wow. crazy. Yeah. So it was Good like, it, made, it sounded like, what, look at this wonderful benefit that we're providing you, but like no one was going to actually get you it. You will know? all die before you can <laughs> be eligible. Yeah, super. Um, all right, here's another fun uh, history question. This goes back to the 30s. How many employees did Social Security have to issue new numbers back in 1936 <laughs> when they first started having them? Was it A, 100 employees, B, 250, C, 750, or D, 2,000 to issue wow. all those Social Security numbers? Well, they would not have had any computers to no. do the work, so that would <laughs> be a challenge. Not. And uh, I know FDR was trying to employ as many people as possible mm -hmm. after the Great Depression started. So I have never heard anything about this, and I'm just kind of, it's a wild guess. I'm just going to go with D2000. That's going to be my final answer. I was so hoping to give you a buzzer. No. I love when I completely guess right. Yes, and you great. get it right. Yes. 2,000 employees to issue numbers to an estimated 26 million people who were originally being issued those Social Security numbers. Wow. So even though they had a hefty staff of 2,000 people <laughs> there. That's a heck of a workload right there. And like you said, no computers. I think we had some serious hand cramping back then when they were Isn't trying to get all this Isn't that amazing to think about? I don't yeah. even know if they had like a Scantron or something like that. You <laughs> I, know? Like, I don't know what they, they would have done. Doing that? I mean, they would have had like a typewriter. I mean, there, there would have been things like that. But um, Need a lot of whiteout then. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's go ahead to modern times now, Pat. How much is the average monthly Social Security payment? Is it A, $667? This is average again. B, $1,657? Is it C, $2,286? Or D, $3,148? The average monthly Social Security payment today. 
That's really hard, Jen, because, you know, we, well, we have, I mean, we've met with hundreds and hundreds of people, maybe thousands, and, you know, talk about their basic financial situation. And if they're collecting, we find out how much they're collecting. And typically, if they aren't, we're asking what their estimate is. And uh, I think the maximum right now is somewhere in the low 3,000s. So mm -hmm. that obviously would not be the average. Okay. And w what's interesting is you have someone, let's say, that's retiring now and maybe is near that maximum. But you still have people living right now collecting that maybe claimed 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, oh, right, before yeah. some of those inflation. And so maybe they only collected a few, started with a few hundred dollars. So I'm going to go with like the 1600 Is that one of the, is that one of my options? Um, <laughs> is that one of my, B, 1657 yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. Is that your, that's your that's final, my final answer? That's my final answer, yeah. Really? Final yep. answer? Yep. Gosh, darn it. I was, I Oh, I just want to give you the buzzer, and I can't yet. Yeah, so that's the 2022 number. If you remember, we had all that big news about the increase yes. in October of 2021. It went up by 5.9%. That was the average of about $92 per beneficiary per month to bring it up to $1,600.57. So... Again, average monthly payment. Again, not something that we want to say, no thanks, I don't want it, but I think it speaks to the fact that you probably want to do some additional planning other than Social Security when it comes to uh, how you'll pay your bills in retirement. Because while that is great to have that, probably not enough for a lot of people to live on entirely. So. There's no doubt about there. that. And I think the retirees I've spoken to are not very excited about it because they're assuming there will be equal increases in Medicare costs uh, that'll probably wipe it out anyway. And then on top of that, you have everything's getting more expensive right. <laughs> every month. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you need to have other places to find retirement income. Definitely Absolutely. a conversation to have. I think that's a good place for me to throw out the phone number there, 803-9-RETIRE, to talk about some of those options as it relates to your income in retirement. Because while Social Security is it's a given for a lot of people. There's probably some other things that we want to talk about as well. And certainly our next question is when when to start taking that. So again, 803-9-RETIRE is that number. Pat, here's our next question. And I think we're going to have time for a bonus question. So Ooh. that'll be fun. Oh, but let's okay. get through this first one here because I, I really want to give you the buzzer at some point. So I'm going <laughs> to keep I trying know that. here. You know, okay. you know, I'm just itching to do this. Okay. Uh, question number five, Pat. At what age will your social security payment max out? Is it A, at 67? Is it B, at age 50? Is it C, age 72, or is it D, trick question, it's different for everyone when Social Security maxes out? Oh, when does mm. your Social Security max out? Mm -hmm. When does it totally max out? You can't get any more benefits. Ah, that's a weirdly worded question. See, and that's what I was hoping for. It might just mess <laughs> you up if I said So I'm just going to pick my own answer. Okay. And I'm going to say that I'm assuming what you're referring to is the ability for the benefits to continue growing mm -hmm. and deferring. That would be age 70. Mm -hmm. You're trying to trick me with 72 because they changed required <laughs> distributions to 72, but that's not correct. <laughs> However, if you delay your – at any point you start claiming your Social Security benefits, I would make sure to note that I think the question is poorly worded because your what? benefits can <gasps> – because your benefits can still continue to grow. You just mentioned they're going up 5.9% right now. Right. So no one, no one, is, no one oh. is limited by that benefit, oh, right? that's quite technical when you C, add in the COLA. See, yeah. Oh, so I'm going to say E, <laughs> 70 years old because I have no idea what other answer you're going to give me. Okay. That's what it was referring to was when does it stop okay. having that growth that you get okay. every year. So so explain that a little bit. So that's full retirement age, right? Full retirement age is based on when you were born, and that is the how it will stop changing. But then it continues to increase until you turn 70. That's when they stop growing for everybody. There's nobody who gets to be like special like Queen Elizabeth, and it keeps growing, right? <laughs> that's correct. Like, I don't okay. think Queen Elizabeth has very good Social Security benefits either. But, yeah, probably uh, not. That's, that's neither here nor there. No, so you're you're right. So what we're referring to is, you know, anyone listening right now that's not already claiming Social Security, your full retirement age for Social Security is either 66 or 67 or somewhere in between, depends on the year you were born. You can start claiming as early as 62, and you can allow your benefits to continue growing and compounding and deferral until age 70. There's no reason to delay it more than that because it won't grow any longer than that. All right. So I will take your insults about the way the question was worded in stride. 
And now we will move on to the bonus round, Pat. Right. And we've okay. got one more chance where my okay. finger is hovering over the buzzer. <laughs> what topic is the most visited Social Security webpage? What is the topic of the most visited mm. Social Security webpage? So they have all these tabs when you go yep. to the Social Security Administration's webpage. Is it A, how to get a replacement card? Is no. it B, a name change? No. Is it C, your retirement estimator? I like that. Or is it D, most popular baby names? <laughs> I am going to go with estimator because I was thinking it'd be something along the lines of like, when can I yeah. claim my benefits? Yeah. I mean, it's so important to know. So retirement estimator, C is yep. your final answer. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. Baby names, It was really? The most popular baby names, back in 1998, <laughs> they started publishing this list of the most popular names based on what they were getting from applications for newborns. I had no idea. And, like, if you Google baby names, like baby names list, it will be one of those options. It's, it's like the fourth one, popular baby names. So people who are looking for baby names... They go to the Social Security Administration. Well, what we need to do is throw some advertisements on that page. Then maybe they'll help pay with the government debt. <laughs> there you, you go. Know, they got so many people going to the site. Yeah, there you go. So when you're going there to check out if your grandkids are on the list, make sure you check out that retirement estimator as well. There's some <laughs> other good resources there. Pat, super fun to talk about Social Security, and I'm glad I finally stumped you on one of them. <laughs> but here's the reality. When it comes to Social Security, there was a study in 2019 that said only 4% of Americans were taking those benefits at the optimal time. And that, Pat, means most of us are taking our benefits at the wrong time, and we're losing out on tens of thousands of dollars over a lifetime. Yeah, the average household is missing out on $111,000 in unclaimed Social Security benefits because of not taking their benefits at the optimal time. Unfortunately, not many financial advisors are even willing to talk about this. To me, $100,000 is a huge amount of money, and I wouldn't want to accidentally miss out on a benefit like that. There are a lot of variables you need to consider before you start taking Social Security. So we are offering a free Social Security analysis to help you look at each and every one of those important items. The Social Security Administration can't help you with all of this. They can only give you facts about your Social Security, and they can't teach you how to make the most of your benefits. That's what our Social Security analysis can do for you if you call 803-9-RETIRE. This is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call us now and get your free Social Security analysis at 803-9-RETIRE. You could be missing out on tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime income, or you could be living your best case scenario. It's a matter of claiming your Social Security at the right time. 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.